the heart of the recording studios at Nipty Radio, welcome. Today we are going to be discussing who controls the defense of trial. Not knowing can lead to a reversal. It is well established that a defendant, having accepted the assistance of counsel, retains authority only over certain fundamental decisions regarding the case, such as whether to plead guilty, waive a jury trial, testify in his or her own behalf, or take an appeal. As to issues of tactics and strategy in conducting the trial, the defendant is deemed to have reposed this decision-making process with his or her lawyer. The use of challenges for cause and peremptory challenges on prospective jurors falls squarely within the category of tactical decisions that are entrusted to the defendant's lawyer. The defendant does not retain a personal veto power over the attorney's exercise of his or her professional judgment. It is imperative that both you and the court are aware of who is the boss when it comes to the defense making these types of decisions at trial. If the defense attorney relinquishes the exercise of his or her professional judgment and simply does what his or her client wants done, or the judge orders the attorney to do what the defendant wants done, the result can be a reversal. The appellate courts have held that an attorney's failure to exercise the decision-making required of the attorney has left the defendant without an attorney for these issues. The case will be reversed for a violation of the defendant's right to counsel. You must be sure that the record does not contain such an abdication by the defense attorney or such an order by the judge. In the Court of Appeals decision in People v. Colville from 2012, the defendant did not want the attorney to request the submission of lesser-included offenses in a murder trial. The attorney was very adamant that it was in the defendant's best interest to request the submission of both manslaughter in the first degree and manslaughter in the second degree. The court ultimately ruled that after the defendant had been given all the advice of counsel, if he still wanted no lesser-included charges submitted, the court would follow the defendant's wishes. The defendant was convicted of murder and the case was reversed on appeal based on the holding that the judge, in accepting the defendant's decision and not that of the attorney, deprived the defendant of his right to counsel. The court denied defendant the expert judgment of counsel to which the Sixth Amendment entitles him. And we cannot say that the error here was harmless beyond a reasonable doubt. So wrote the court. In People v. Lee, a First Department decision from 2014, the defendant wanted to introduce his co-defendant's statement from the time of the arrest. The defense attorney vigorously fought this, believing it was damaging to the defense. The court ultimately ruled to admit the evidence at the request of the defendant. On the appeal, the appellate division held that the defendant was deprived of his right to counsel when the court admitted the evidence solely based on the defendant's request over his attorney's vigorous and consistent opposition. Most recently, in People v. McKenzie, a Fourth Department case from September of this year, the defendant and his attorney had a disagreement as to whether a particular prospective juror should be removed with a peremptory challenge. During that part of the jury selection process when the attorneys were exercising their peremptory challenges, the defense counsel stated, For the record, my client is insisting over my objection to keep juror number 21. So, jurors 20 and 21 will be on the jury. In reversing the conviction for the trial courts denying the defendant the right to counsel, the court wrote, 
County court, in seating juror number 21 on the jury, was guided solely by defendant's choice in the matter. And that was error, because the decision was for the attorney, not the accused, to make. Consequently, the court denied defendant the expert judgment of counsel to which the Sixth Amendment entitles him. And we cannot say that error, in this case, was harmless beyond a reasonable doubt. It is imperative that if the defense attorney makes a record in which she or he is allowing the defendant to make a strategic or tactical decision, or the court is ordering the defendant to follow the client's orders, you must interject and make the court and the defense aware of the fact that these decisions are not for the defendant to make and show them the case law you will find in the memo addressing this issue. For the case law authority, for all of the points made, please be sure to see the nifty practice tip who controls the defense at trial. Not knowing can lead to a reversal. Our thanks to our crack producer, Jonathan Marconi Crispino. Good luck and stay ready, my friends.